Good morning, this is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday the 26th of August 2022. Starting in Europe today... Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered that the Russian army must be made bigger. Putin has ordered 137,000 more soldiers to take the total number to 1.15 million. Russia does not say how many soldiers have died in Ukraine. However, most estimates are between 15,000 and 25,000. In Ukraine, a Russian rocket attack on a train station has killed at least 25 civilians, including two children, according to Ukraine's train operator. Russia admitted the attack, but said that it had killed hundreds of Ukrainian soldiers. Yesterday, the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant was temporarily disconnected from Ukraine's electricity grid because of bombing around the plant. This is considered very dangerous because it makes a nuclear accident much more likely. The International Atomic Energy Agency have said that they are expecting to visit the plant in the next few days. In some cities in Europe, there were celebrations for Ukraine's Independence Day on Wednesday, However, in Ukraine, there were no public celebrations organised because of the danger of them being targeted by Russia. United Nations human rights head Michel Bachelet asked Vladimir Putin to stop the war in Ukraine, saying that it is unimaginably terrifying for civilians. United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson visited Kiev for the third time since Russia invaded in February. Johnson said that Ukraine will win, and that Western countries must be prepared to pay higher prices for energy in order to help Ukraine. We're paying in our energy bills for the evils of Vladimir Putin. The people of Ukraine are paying in their blood. That this is not the time to advance some flimsy plan for negotiation with someone who is simply not interested. You can't negotiate with a bear while it's eating your leg, and you can't negotiate with a street robber who has pinned you to the floor. Today I can tell you that more artillery, uh, artillery, uh, more ammunition is on its way, and uh, 2,000 UAVs. In Slovakia, Czechia and Poland, Google will show adverts to educate people about disinformation techniques. Google is trialling the adverts, which may be used in the rest of the world later. A recent study by Cambridge University showed that watching some videos about disinformation improved people's ability to choose trustworthy content and to decide whether or not to share content. America's Peru will sue the oil company Repsol for an oil spill in January. Peru has said that the oil spill 
close to Lima, was Peru's worst ever ecological disaster, and is suing Repsol for 4.5 billion US dollars. In the United States, two people have pleaded guilty to a plan to sell the diary of Ashley Biden, the daughter of President Joe Biden. Amy Harris and Robert Curlander admitted to stealing the diary and other possessions of Ashley Biden, and then selling it to the far-right group Project Veritas, which did not publish the contents of the diary. Asia. In India, some children have been infected with a virus known as the tomato flu. Khadija Tahir reports. In the Indian state of Kerala, a viral infection known as the tomato flu has been detected among children. 82 children, all aged under 5, have been diagnosed with the tomato flu since July. It has been named the tomato flu because of the painful red blisters it produces and is incredibly contagious among children. According to local authorities, cases have now also been detected in the neighbouring states of Tamil Nadu and Odisha. In Iran, women have been able to watch a league football match for the first time because of pressure from FIFA, the International Football Federation, and AFC, the Asian Football Confederation. Women are now being allowed to watch football games, but are separated from male fans. In Thailand, the Constitutional Court has suspended Prime Minister Prayut Chanacha while they decide whether he has passed term limits for a Prime Minister. Prayut took power in a military coup in 2014 and then remained as Prime Minister after an election in 2019. Africa Angola had an election on Wednesday to choose the President and Parliament. When recording this podcast, 76% of votes had been counted, and the ruling left-wing MPLA party had won 52% of votes, and the opposition UNITA party had won 42%. João Lorenzo will probably win a second term as President. In Algeria, President Abdelmajid Tebboune has welcomed French President Emmanuel Macron. The visit is generally being seen as an attempt by Macron to improve relations with Algeria, which was a French colony until 1962. And Togo has been praised by the World Health Organization for fighting against tropical diseases, the WHO has presented Togo with an Outstanding Achievement Award for being the first country in sub-Saharan Africa to eliminate lymphatic filariasis, the guinea worm, sleeping sickness and trachoma. That's your world news in seven minutes. A big thank you to Hiromu from Japan and Sho also from Japan for becoming our newest supporters. 
If you'd like to support us and read the transcripts of every episode, go to send7.org support. There's still a few days left to use our August discount. Check in the show notes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day and I will see you on Tuesday. <laughs>